Aloha, thank you for pressing play. Welcome to the Eating Curve Balls for Breakfast podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Mahoy, and your biggest fan when it comes to hitting those curveballs that life, sports, or parenting can throw you right out of the park. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. Wow, okay, so much going on. It's been a while since I put out an episode. I apologize for being MIA. But we've got a lot of projects um, that I'm working on. I wanted to get things set up and clarified on the website. So we did some website tweaks and so on. And just got really, you know, kind of just sat down and got really clear on like what it is that I can help families with. And um, so just been working on that. And in the process, had lots of conversations this week with lots of different parents. And one question that came up regarding college was, oh, didn't they just pass new rules that, you know, there's no recruiting contact before September 1st of junior year? And yes, they did. They did pass new rules on that for softball. However, that those rules apply to Division One, And so Division Two, Division Three, NAI, junior college, have different rules. And while lots of those schools wait until Division One sort of, you know, does their thing the the thing about the college recruiting process is that your child is going to need to eventually be in touch with these college coaches and many people feel that now more than ever it's so important to do the groundwork and lay the foundation and have all your ducks in a row by the time September 1st comes in your junior year so that when the floodgates open when those coaches are able to start making recruiting contact that you are ready to go and you're not just starting at that point because by then they've already done their homework too and they've already got people in mind and if you're not one of them because you're just starting at that time you're going to be behind the eight ball also the other levels of play certain ones you can talk to coaches at any time and so what we like to recommend is that use that time, utilize those connections and those opportunities to allow your child to get more familiar with, more comfortable with having these conversations, to reaching out to coaches, to sending emails, so on and so forth. So they can spend their freshman year and and sophomore year getting more and more comfortable with having those communications and having that contact and having those conversations with college coaches so that when junior year comes around, the rubber meets the road, things get, you know, kick into high gear and get a lot more serious. She's already kind of got some experience under her belt. She's a little more familiar, so on and so forth. So please, even with the recruiting changes, do not wait until that time to begin figuring this thing out, to begin getting familiar with how things work to begin doing your own research on what kind of school you want to go to, what do you want to study, what do you really want out of the experience, and really getting clear for yourself on what it is you're looking for. Because now, right, junior, senior year, there's there's this time crunch where you've got to get it all done. And having done some work prior to that it's going to be helpful and one thing that coach that that parents sometimes don't think about and athletes sometimes don't think about is that 
sometimes coaches move. And so it is a good idea to get to know the coach. Do you jive with them? Do you like their philosophy? And so on and so forth. But always remember that coaches can potentially, you know, change jobs, not get renewed, get fired, whatever the case may be. They may not be there the entire time you're there. So it's super important to like more than just the coach when you're choosing the college that you're going to go to. The other thing is I've been hearing recently so many players and so many parents frustrated and just having a hard time because their child's coach isn't the most positive, the most uplifting, the most, you know, uh, encouraging and it's affecting their child's performance. And I totally get, I 100% agree that coaches can make a massive difference, right? Coaches out there, if you're listening, you make a difference, you make an impact. And I agree with that 100%. At the same time, it's it's a little bit frustrating, a little bit, you know, I just I just feel for these people and these parents and these players because sometimes you just can't control that right? You just can't control what kind of coach you're going to have. Even when you do the research, even when you try out for only certain kinds of teams, your choices may very well be limited in your area. Your choices for college may very well be limited for whatever reason. And you may not get the perfect coach or you may have the perfect coach and then they leave or situations change or circumstances change and you have to go elsewhere. They have to go elsewhere. Something happens to where you're not always going to have the most ideal coach, the most ideal team, the most ideal teammates. And somehow we've got to learn how to still perform at or near our best regardless. And I totally agree as well that sometimes the situation is just not what you need. It's toxic. It's just, or you're just not ready for being under that kind of negativity or that kind of fear-based coaching and you haven't yet developed the skills you need to withstand that, then I, w- I am all for finding a better fit. I'm all for finding the fit that makes sense for you, that allows you to grow and thrive and learn and really get all of the life le- lessons out of sports. But it's just really, it's really tough to see so many athletes, so many families going, yeah, my, my daughter's performance is up and down depending on who the coach is. My, my daughter's performance is up and down depending on whether or not she gets to, you know, go and practice with her travel team, not just her high school team, or whether or not she gets to go to her instructors or, you know, whether we can't fit that in. And when everyone else, when your performance is dependent on other people, it's never going to be consistent. It's never going to be consistent. Nobody shows up to your life as consistently as you. No one shows up to your life as consistently as you. No one else is going to be there day in and day out the way you are. So somehow we need to learn how to take a little more ownership of our own experience while also figuring out how to surround ourselves and get the supports we need in place so that we can be at our best no matter what happens, no matter what might be less than ideal, no matter what circumstances may come up, no matter what adversity, what do we need to find a way to work through that, around it, over it, under it, whatever it might be, or make adjustments that need to be made so that we can perform at our best. 
And so that's just kind of been on my mind because I totally understand that coaches make a difference. And I believe that 100%. Like, that's why I'm so... I so much want to encourage coaches, too, to be the very best that they can be, to learn how to lead in a way that is most effective, that brings out the best in players, right? And when you have that perfect combination of a great coach, great athlete, obviously things are going to be amazing. There's going to be lots of progress. There's going to be lots of success. There's going to be lots of achievements. There's going to be lots of learning, lots of growth, and... And and that's great. But almost always in sports, almost always in life, there are going to be curveballs that come your way. That's why this podcast is called Eating Curveballs for Breakfast. I was just listening to someone else speak and they were talking about how like, look, if your only plan works when everything works, you need to get another plan. You need to prepare. Life is going to happen. Things are going to happen. Stuff's going to hit the fan. Unexpected things are going to come up. Things are going to come up to challenge you, to, you know, put you outside your comfort zone. And you've got to be ready for that. Or you've got to have a plan in place. You've got to know what to do so that you can still keep moving forward and not just get knocked down, buried, and, you know, laying there defeated for extended periods of time because something came by and nudged you over or something came by and knocked you down or something came by and bowled you over whatever the case may be sometimes that does happen and yes it's okay for that to have an effect it's okay for that to be frustrating to you it's okay for that to be upsetting to you it's okay for that to take you off your game for a little bit that happens all the time but then what but then what 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 tools, what resources, what supports do you have in place that you can tap into to begin moving forward from that as quickly as possible to begin healing, recovering, moving, whatever it is, making adjustments, right? How do you move through that versus continuing to focus on the problem? How do you now focus in the right direction, focus in another direction, focus on what can happen, focus on what is possible versus staying stuck? So... That's just a theme that's been coming up over and over and over again in various different ways. Um, How important it is to have those kinds of tools, to have those strategies, to have those resources, the support, and to be able to redirect your focus because life is going to happen. Curveballs are going to come. The game is going to challenge you over and over and over again. And I would say that if it's not, then you're not growing. And if it is, then those are opportunities And you're probably heading in the right direction. And those obstacles and those challenges are not there for you to stop. They're there for you to figure out how to move past. Because those adversities, those challenges, those obstacles can be exactly what helps you reach higher and higher levels of success later. And I know for certain situations, that's not the thing that you want to hear and I don't want to be insensitive to that to that because there are some very very difficult circumstances that come up and I do not want to be that person that sits and goes oh don't worry it's going to make you stronger for later like I don't want to look at it in that insensitive way and make you feel like you know oh don't worry this terrible horrible thing just happened for a reason and it's going to just make you stronger like I understand that that's not comforting whatsoever under certain circumstances but when we're talking about 
tough coaches, tough umpires, tough games, an injury, you know, this or the various very common things that happen that virtually every athlete faces, that virtually every human being faces at some point. Those kinds of things, especially like we've really got to reframe how we look at them. And when those big things hit, right, those really difficult, practically tragic events happen in life, even more so, we need to be able to find those resources, those tools, those su- the support system. And if you already know how to move forward through difficult situations or how to process those massive emotions and you've already practiced that with the smaller things right like a bad day like a bad practice like a strikeout and so on and so forth within this game or within sports then you'll have a better chance of surviving those bigger hits in life because if we can't even do it in a game how are we going to do it And something that is just so much more intense than that. So if you're struggling or your child is struggling in a softball situation, in a sports situation, and you're looking for resources and tools, please reach out. Give me a shout out, right? DM me on Facebook, PM me, whatever it's called. DM on Instagram, PM on Facebook. Um, Look for me on Twitter. Email me on my website. You can just click Ask Ask Stacy right at the top. It'll send me an email. So reach out and let us know what you have going on so that we can point you in the, the right direction. So that is basically what my new focus is. I've been online for a long time, had a totally different focus when I started, came back, knew I wanted to support families and parents, haven't really quite figured out exactly exactly how that's going to look and and now it's just like right now my biggest focus is connecting you with the resources the tools the tips the strategies whatever it is that you need pointing you in the, the direction of the people who can help you if I can't so that you can get the support the answers that you need especially in this game because if we can't figure out the game how are we going to figure out life like it's it's just it's great practice right it's great practice to be able to deal with adversity in sports so that you build those muscles you build those skills you develop the resourcefulness that you need so that of course when you go out into life you're not going to be looking for someone to help you with hitting or someone to help you with you know overcoming strikeout or overcoming an error or losing a game but the same kinds of skills mindset focus you know the same kinds of resourcefulness to finding those strategies finding the tip that's going to work for you finding the mindset the mental game um, strategies and tools and resources and steps that you need to take so that you can move forward those kinds of skills Right, being able to find the answers that you need, being a problem solver, being solution focused, building that skill, that muscle, and developing that through this game is going to serve you for life. No matter what happens, no matter what kind of health issues you might face, no matter what might happen within your family, and no matter what might happen um, in the game or elsewhere, right? No matter what the future holds for you, you're going to have practiced these kinds of skills and you're going to have built some muscles already you're going to have experience under your belt 
to working through these things. And so when you are challenged, especially when you are challenged, um, look at it as an opportunity to learn and grow through, even when it's super difficult. I think that's been one of the things that have he- that has helped me move on from some really difficult times is that even within that, I knew for a fact that I was going to learn something massive and that I was going to be so much stronger down the road and that I was going to become a better human being through the difficulty. And, um, and I know that's not necessarily second nature to everyone. I know that not as necessarily everyone thinks like that um and so that's why you need some support that's why you need tools that's why you need resources that's why you need you know all these things and so I'm looking forward to connecting you in different ways through the Facebook page through the podcast through the website um I've got groups on Facebook one is more like for coaches and that's called fast pitch inspired you can look for that one is really dedicated toward moms not super moms of softball so I look forward to connecting with you in whatever way is easiest for you whether it be on the podcast because you can just listen while you do other things whether it be on the Facebook page because you're on Facebook anyway whether it's through email still you know whether it's through these smaller group settings on Facebook whether it's through the website because you know that's just your thing and you can email me from there whatever it is However, it's most, you know, easiest for you to take information, to learn, to find those strategies, to connect with those tools. I want to try to deliver as much as I can to you in various different ways to best support you in a way that um, I can. Because I'm living this too, right? I'm a sports mom. I've got all these kids. And so I've got to find ways to distribute and disseminate this information to you in ways that can be um, effective and what is it called not so time consuming for both of us so I'm going to do my best to do that in all kinds of different ways um, so that I can best support you through this process because one thing that I was certain about at the beginning of this year was that we're not meant to do this alone like not the mom thing not the sports thing not the learning thing not you know all of this we're not meant to have to walk this path alone and so for me myself in business it was like my goal was to find great people to work with to partner with to collaborate with to bounce ideas off of and not try to be this island that's trying to do this thing all by myself for whatever reason and to really like open up and just be open to possibilities of who's out there who can I connect with who can I work with who can I you know how can I put supports in place for me so that I can be most effective as a mom as a parent as a wife as a as a business person as someone in our community for for youth sports and um and so that's just kind of my whole focus for the year not just for me but for you as well and to just kind of help connect you with resources and support and how can we do this in a way that we don't feel so alone through the journey because this is a tough one like being a being a parent first and foremost is already not for the weak (laughs) you know it's not for sissies like it is it is just no small feat and add youth sports on top of that or multiple kids or whatever you might be facing some people are dealing with health issues some people are dealing with family issues I mean that's a lot it's a lot to carry all by yourself and I don't believe that we're meant to I think that human beings are wired for connection I think we're wired for community and we are 
made to work together because we can do so much more that way. And so that's kind of, you know, the direction that I'm focused in right now. And um, I've got the journal for you. I've got all those free resources I just mentioned. Um, I've got essential oils that help me be my very best day in and day out and physically, mentally, emotionally, just great hands-on, tangible, easy-to-use tool that's right there in the palm of your hand that you can use to get into a better state of mind, to help your children be at their very best, to ease whatever might come up on any given day. We've got college resource that I've partnered with to help those of you in the college recruiting process walk you through that so you're not trying to figure that out all on your own so that you can maximize your efforts, maximize whatever exposure you do get, maximize all the efforts you're already putting into this journey, physically, mentally, emotionally, time-wise, effort-wise, you know, money-wise, you're already pouring so much in. We want to make sure you get the most out of that if getting, um, playing in college or if becoming a collegiate athlete is one of your dreams okay if that's where you're headed I'm connected with someone that can help support with that and then last but not least new thing coming out I'm working with Jen Starkey on um we'll keep you posted on that but it's basically something that can help your child stand out in sports and life and we're talking about overcoming adversity and we're talking about dealing with some of these bigger issues that block performance that are affecting um, academics that are affecting relationships that are affecting friendships and you know just really dealing with all of that and finding and putting together not just like oh here's a training go do it good luck with that but like really supporting them through this learning and growth process and putting those Again, same thing, supports, tools, resources, tips, you know, um, building skills, building what they need to not just excel in sports, but also in life. Like this is way beyond what can happen on a field, way beyond what will happen grade wise or in school or GPA, that sort of thing. So all of that's coming together. All of that is available for you. And I look forward to what the rest of this year has to offer and what this rest of this year is going to bring for both of us or for all of us. And for those of you who are in the middle of a crazy travel schedule right now, um, gosh, what an exciting time. I know it's also exhausting, but enjoy, have fun, kick butt, let me know what's going on. I'm going to post on Facebook. I always post on Facebook like, hey, what's going on with you? Who's traveling this week? But, you know, asking questions. So feel free to come by, share, drop a comment, let us know what's up, what's going on, how you're doing and, um, you know, what goals you're chasing down, what goals you're after, what goals you're accomplishing. We'd love to hear from you. So it's been a great uh <laughs> it's it's only tuesday and it's been a crazy busy but awesome week so far and i'm sure some of you uh feel the same way and some of you are also just tired <laughs> i'm i'm tired today we were coming home from my daughter's wrestling practice last night and there was traffic because a telephone pole was down and blocking the entire road and so we normally already get home a little bit late because she doesn't finish practice until around 8.30 or so. And so it's normally kind of a later night to begin with. And then there was this traffic that just extended our commute another 30 to 45 minutes about. So we got home much later than expected. And I'm a little bit, a little bit tired today. <laughs> but I'm still here, still showed up to finally do a podcast. I know I've been MIA, I apologize for that, but I thank you so much 
for being here. Thank you for being part of our community. Thank you for being connected and for everything that you do and everything that you pour into doing and being your very best because that makes our community better. That makes our world better. And I love that we're part of it together. So I appreciate you and thank you so much for being here. I will talk to you soon.